Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. This is your favorite reality TV recap after show podcast hosted by a married couple based in London. There's other qualifiers there, but we don't bother with those. Why? Because we are a broad church. We are all inclusive. Also, this is um, this is just a Patreonies uh, podcast, except it isn't. Nope, we're giving the first half hour away for free mm-hmm. because we want to entice you to come along. Yeah, come join the Patreon. You can hear uh, the rest of this and all the other episodes. We will be doing of drumroll the Fundibus, which is our <laughs> this is so stupid our Christian fundamentalist relationship recap omnibus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's stupid about that? It's just weird. You're, t- um, you're only saying that because it wasn't your idea. <laughs> we are combining our coverage of Welcome to Platform and Sister Wives. Um, we loved doing Sister Wives last season. We are we're doubling down on the fundies. Um, we've got the funding to do the fundies, and we're doing it on the funder bus. We are, and later on this month, we will be covering the upcoming seasons of Love is Blind. Love Mm -hmm. is Blind US and Love is Blind UK. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to be doing Married at First Sight UK this year. That's about to start. We probably won't. We'll watch it. We may have some thoughts, but... Yeah. It's a it's a big time commitment. We yeah. always do Married at First Sight Australia, whether people want us to or not. We love that show. Um, 
Yeah, so, let's yeah. see. We got lows in the uh, lows coming down the pipe and the pike. Um, as you know, we do another omnibus, which is before and tow from the ninety day universe. Uh, we're doing ninety day UK. So many things. Some of them right where you are now on this feed. Some of them on the Patreon. Uh, Patreon dot yes. so- slash blighty day b l i g h t y d a y. Thank you, Robin. I'm sorry about that. I might be a little more interrupty than usual because I'm actually sat outside in our garden because it is too hot mm-hmm. to sit in the cabine. So mm-hmm. we're not doing video this time around, I'm afraid. We are going to try to incorporate a video element for you all. Um, but I don't think you need to see two white people melting today. <laughs> no. So yeah. we're going to spare you that. Yeah. Kind of gross. I'm actually still in, in the cabin because I've got to um, do all the tech stuff. Michelle's got a very long cable um, and has made it outside into yeah. nature. You may hear the sounds of birds a little louder than usual. Stephanie, our friendly fox, may come along and make loud sex noises at any point during the podcast. She likes to do that when the sun goes down. Anything could happen. Anything, Anything could happen, could happen yeah. except me going back into that cauldron. <laughs> and if you think I'm being precious, I have low blood pressure. It's dangerous for me to be in elevated temperatures. Okay? I'm just pretending I'm in a sauna. All right. Good. Um, let us kick off proceedings. Um, let's go far away, back in time, <laughs> into the land of Europe. Do you remember Europe? I remember when we were in it. <laughs> um, we are still technically in it, but we won't get into the whole continental landmass uh, thing. Um, Can I say something to uh, you directly? Oh, yes. Don't pause, because I want our listeners to hear this too. And no. this will be a, a special Easter egg for later. No. I think you have the same or similar understanding of atlases to one Cody <sighs> Brown. <laughs> I want to Photoshop a picture where it's it's the Cody Atlas and it's just his face instead of landmasses. Um, I may do it. I may make a T-shirt of it. That could happen. We'll get on to Cody carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders a little later. Um, we are in Europe with two plaths. Which plaths are we with? We're with Ethan and Olivia. They went. They spent a month in Paris. I'm unclear about all the toings and froings. We saw some beautiful photos. If you're not following Olivia on Instagram, you should. She's a very talented photographer, in my humble opinion. Um, I'm not one for posed photographs. I prefer sort of a, what do you call it? Not documentary style. Reportage style. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, but she takes some really lovely do you think those were her pictures you think she set up her camera on a on a timer then? i think she probably did ah, okay seeing as how that's her bread and butter mm. or it was before this show started mm. um anyway so they've been bling around they're at sacre coeur sacre coeur um not I sacre love, bleu i love 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 that place yeah do you remember the last time we went to paris we were celebrating our engagement and yeah, it was you, like well I remember the only thing we actually did together was go to Sacrica. The rest of the time, you were the first person in Europe to have COVID. (laughs) Not the whole rest of the time. We had those gluten-free waffles. We did some shopping in the world. We did get out a tiny bit, but you were very unwell. 
I still have happy memories. I could still see the Eiffel Tower from our hotel room, and you picked a gorgeous neighborhood and place to stay. Yeah, it was lovely. I really enjoyed it. We were actually there escaping a... I mean, it's currently Mercury retrograde. Um, We were experiencing Raptageddon, weren't we? That's yeah. why we were, one of the main reasons we went is because our house became a flop house for rats. Yep. Yeah. Someone was building a Peloton palace in his back garden. <laughs> um, genuinely, is that's what he was doing. And drilled down, breached the Victorian sewage network of old London town and freed a million rats who chewed through the walls of our apartment um, to move in. This is all documented, if you think we're making this up. I actually filed an environmental health complaint <laughs> because we had to get out, we had to get out of that house. Yeah, there was no room. I mean, it's not just that we were like, oh, there's a rat. There was no room. <laughs> oh, God. It was, like, it was a scene out of Indiana Jones. There was just a lot of rats. Yeah, no one's allowed to call me a princess ever again right? or say that I... Don't know what it's like living with rats. That that apartment um, flat was quite interesting for its nature. There was rat again, and then were you were you there when the chimney thing happened with the the boys? No, but maybe we should save some of that stuff <laughs> because I imagine it's this first half hour that's going to get posted. And oh, yeah. So maybe we should talk about the shows that we're covering. God, that's a really good point. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. So they had a nice holiday. That was very good. They were worried about going back. They, they an... should be worried about going back. Because... Yeah, because a bombshell dropped, y'all. They're pretending that they're not on TV and that Olivia, you know, roller skated to the local paper. <laughs> Uh, whatever the 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 newspaper of of record is in Cairo, Georgia, yeah. um, went up to one of the reporters there, who I, presumably I have a hot lead for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who presumably used his typewriter, yeah. and I do mean he because oh, the, uh, there were no female, no female staff. No, no, no. Um, Did he have one of those like trilbies with a um, little the, like bit of paper with the word reporter sticking out of the? Oh, room? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Except it does, it didn't say reporter; it said press. Right. So he's there, all sort of Perry Mason like. Um, Perry Mason was a lawyer, not a reporter. <laughs> but I'm just sorry. I think about Matthew Reese, and I go to a place. Um, anyway, he's sitting there, clickety clack, tap tap in on his typewriter and the big news is that I got a scoop. He he's got a scoop. Ethan was involved in an MLM of some description. We don't know. We don't care. But was that on the show then? Because you're saying this this mystery allegation in the press that was actually on, on the show. Now I am new to Plathville. So No, I- no, it wasn't on the show. It was it was mentioned or alluded to, I believe before the last season but if i'm wrong about that people will correct me listeners will correct me right anyway but olivia's been running her mouth about kim spending ethan's money yeah she's been telling everybody she's she's tipped off every newsy going in cairo georgia (laughs) to carry the front page item that says woman spends money yeah steals from her son, yeah. from her 20-year-old married son. Yeah. Um, we cut to Los Angeles. They do a beautiful transition on this where they 
do a really fun color swipe. Yeah. Um, they do it throughout. They overdo it, to be honest. You'll uh, have to forgive me. We've got a plane going overhead, so I can't hear what you're saying. I'll let you know when he's gone. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they do the little color grading fade, don't they? It's very nice. Very nicely shot show. Um, so we cut to Micah, who's doing his um, Tom Cruise risky business routine, slipping and a sliding, rocking and a rolling. What they didn't show is the 60-year-old man who is paying for that apartment. Yes. <laughs> well... Here's the thing. It's, that is, that, where in Los Angeles is he? I'm assuming West Hollywood. That place must cost a bond. That was a big-ass apartment, right? The Plaths have all got money suddenly, right? You've got Ethan and Olivia, who can somehow afford to sort of trick trot around Europe for, like, months. Which, look, there are ways of doing it cheaply, but, hmm. Um... You got him living there. You got Mariah, who's moved into like Elton John's uh, residence, by the looks of it. Um, yeah, all of a sudden they're all spending money. Now it did make me wonder where the money's coming from. Either the residuals have finally come through on previous seasons of the show, right? Because they get paid, right? Or, and this is my conspiracy theory: Barry's paying them off. Barry or Kim are like, come back into the fold, and we'll give you. A stipend. I think for legal reasons, we should make it abundantly clear we have no idea, no, no idea. what just... the nature of their contracts are. I just remember the this... discovery and that but these... everything we say is alleged. Oh, God. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not even alleged. It's just, you know, these are hypotheses. But, like, I remember these kids were like, they left, right? That was a big deal. And all of a sudden, they got to make it on their own. They were quite poor, right? And they're not poor anymore. I don't think they were ever poor. I just think when you have 10 children, well, you know, 100 grand a year doesn't go that far, whatever he makes. No, but in, when they were living independently because they left home, they were starting like a rock bottom, like most people do when you leave home, right? Oh, my God. Is it Stephanie the Fox? <laughs> Something just chittered and like scurried off into the bush and it scared me. Well, you've chosen to... Do the pod out in it's nature. It's too hot in there. All right. <laughs> um, let me interrupt you for a second so that we can tack on, just just so that we can check in with everybody here. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, before we get too far ahead of ourselves. So Moriah has a brutal dye job. Yeah. Is The crimping is worse than the dye, though, right? She looks like... This is terrible. What, what, who was Sid Vicious's wife? Nancy Spongeon. Yeah, no. that one. No. When that... she's wearing, like, the bandage outfit later, you know, abs out, it, that is a weird-ass costume to go with that hair. It, everything is wrong. She's so close to getting things right, isn't she? And yet everything's shifted over a few degrees where it's all so wrong. Yeah, it's, she makes me uncomfortable, and I don't quite know why. I think it's because she looks a lot younger than she is. Is one yeah. part of it, yeah. and she very conspicuously she dresses very conspicuously, and there's a clear attempt to draw attention to herself, which is fine, and that's not a judgment. That's it's just, just a the, statement of fact. Yeah, I think, it's just I mean, the way she's... she does it. It always sets me on edge. I can't, yeah. 
No, I agree. And it doesn't feel, I think I would feel better about it if it felt true to who she actually is. Like I supported all the leopard print and the black and the scrunchies and those things from previous seasons. Well, yeah, she's gone from being like emo to, I don't know what she is. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Sort of like proto-Gwen Stefani kind of thing, maybe? Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't like it. That's all I'm saying. I don't like it. Dye job is so brutal. And her lip liner is just, I'm not going to go too deep into it but these are choices okay these are all these are some of the i would put i would put most of this cast in the top one percent of attractive people in the world okay okay i'm not shaming or hating no, we're on not clowning anyone, on them it's okay? just like are they really working with what the good lord gave them or i don't they... think so no. i think they're working against it i think so so look <laughs> We'll we'll come back to her in a minute. Right. I I like her dog. I like Blackjack. Big guy. He seems like a good guy. He's good a good boy. Guy. People watching in the world. Um. Then we come to Kim back in Cairo in her bachelorette pad above the dance studio. Looks way nicer than it did. I don't know if we saw the full kitchen and how big that loft actually is yeah i thought it was a studio it's above the dance studio i believe i -hmm. think she said right i've never seen like a live-in space above a shop space essentially which looks like that yeah that place is weird the weirdest thing of all though was that kitchen island being set at a jaunty 35 degree angle couldn't couldn't handle that i think that's a pretty common um thing in america i it's it's not a choice i would be happy with either but really you know to each their own Mm. and we and finally we go to casa del plath um barry's single uh passing out kombuchas i i think some of these kids are too young for kombucha are you too young i mean it's what do you all think about i just think I don't know. I think because caffeine makes me really jittery mm. and impacts me negatively, and I ha- even though I miss it terribly, I had to stop yeah. uh, ingesting it years ago. I-, I don't want Alfie to have any of it. I don't yeah. want him to, uh, certainly not in large quantities. Sure. Um, but kombucha? Kombucha has, has it got lots caffeine? of ca- It's fermented tea. Oh. It's got loads of caffeine. Oh, all right. So I guess he's relaxed the the no sugar policy. He can hold those kids back. If they go full crazed, now that he's, you know, beefy Barry, um, he's got the strength to hold an army back, right? But while he does it, his eyes will bug out, making him look like Skeletor oh, before he became a skeleton. No, don't come. I love Skeletor. <laughs> uh... If Skeletor isn't a queer icon for you, he should be. Oh, he should be. Um, there is a point, isn't there, where like some people shouldn't work out. Like no matter how much, <laughs> no matter how much Barry works out, he's still going to look like like the tax accountant who started working out, and, and it's inappropriate for him to do so. Right? Like he comes into the office looking that, and suddenly. All the women in the typing pool who have been, like, sexually harassed for years, all of a sudden they're like, now we need to actually be afraid. He's got that look. 
Did you watch Orphan Black? Uh, I watched the first couple of episodes. I just didn't have the time. I'm sure it's very good. It's very, very good. For those of you who did watch it, and no, I didn't finish the series because I have issues with commitment, but uh, Barry looks like Dr. Leakey. <laughs> okay. Um, and I can't unsee it, and I don't think you'll be able to unsee it either once you compare them. Did you have that thing in the States? Was there anyone in the States, like Adam Buxton and people over here did it, um, where you would, like, turn your head around and film yourself upside down and draw like eyes on your chin and i think yeah that's i'm pretty sure that's universal yeah i think takeover tv had someone doing it which was an american show right a world wonder american show um laurie pike do you remember any of this Am in I like t- yeah when you the, were the, really the early young. 70s yeah, yeah. when i my Bar- parents hadn't even met sure but Bar- no not uh, 90s um Barry looks like he's one of those people whose head is the wrong way around and someone's drawn eyes on the chin. I could see that. Um, he's like, or a thumb person. You know when people, like, put clothes around No, I don't think he's a thumb at all. He's too, if anything, he's the opposite of that. Like, he's got, but fair enough. I'm not going to tell you what you see. <laughs> um, so the the crux of the drama here is that Olivia went to the Cairo Times or whatever, ran her mouth about it, and uh, Micah and Moriah and I guess some of the other siblings potentially even, all of their own accord. Oh, yeah. uh, And definitely without prompting, decided... Surprised Kim with a beautiful gesture of a joint statement, which he knew nothing about at all. No. No. And the fact that neither of uh neither Micah nor Moriah have ever used this distinct uh collection of words to describe their situation before this all happened mm. um again all all alleged so what it all boils down to and this is the whole meat of this episode right the whole um is it true? Is it not true? This is kind of what it boils down to. Like, If it is categorically not true, and Kim was able to present her kids with evidence to show that Olivia had been talking complete shit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mariah says earlier on in the episode, you know, only some of the story was told and, you know, the full facts bear that it is not truthful, Right. But at no point, I kept giving her a chance. I was like, this will be the scene where she gives us the other side. This will be the scene. And then you get a brilliant scene later, which is, I'm not going to, I think it's Kim who says it, is it? It might have been Mariah, actually. Well, I'm not going to dignify this with a response. Like, I'm not going to provide the evidence to the contrary viewers. You just have to take it from us. It's not true. It's, It's shocking. There were three people involved in this, right? Ethan, Olivia, and Kim. Two out of those three people yeah. said it happened. Yeah. And the one person who is accused of something who would always say it didn't says it, it didn't. But what evidence has Mariah seen? What evidence has Micah seen? What evidence have any of them seen that this is not true in any way? And what I thought was really funny is I'm not going to dignify it with a response after putting out a response. <laughs> 
It's just, yeah, look. Show is... me the evidence. Show me the evidence that it's not true and then there's a story. Otherwise, nah. There's something else going on. There's some reason why they've turned back to the dark side and I do not know what it is. It makes it a lot less fun to watch mm -hmm. because I'm really sick of them, again, parroting her. And Micah has changed. I'm not attracted to him anymore. No. You know I'm not into blondes to begin with. Sorry, blondes, you don't do it for me. Um, but one could say, again, objectively, most of this family is in the is in the one percent sure. of of attractive people, Olivia included. Uh, Micah is like My tw twink dream. Michael par excellence, right? He is gorgeous for that look, right? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, but there's something a little bit smelly about it suddenly. <laughs> Like, what was this gorgeous, fresh-faced farm boy kind of thing, right? Like, hot as fuck, but didn't know it. You know what I think... Is it I just th that he's been modelling and now everyone's told him and he started to have a lot of sex? No. No. Okay. First of all, I don't think he's having as much sex as he claims to be having. And secondly, I thought it might have been acting lessons or something like that because he's lost his accent right he's lost the okay. the georgia drawl right. which neither kim nor barry have either but he certainly did right i i don't know where that comes where that came from it was sort of like but that happens sometimes like i grew up knowing twins who had their own accent that was Nothing totally like distinct parents, from yeah. the other girls in their family yeah, yeah. yeah. so interesting anyway um he has all of the charm and innocence and no it's all gone because he talks like this yeah He's a and bit i don't like it bratty and like it's... i say there's a smelly look to him now yeah it's horrible yeah where he's in the mirror sort of patting his abs I don't know if that was supposed to be sexy i'm not interested i'm not <laughs> interested in it anymore no it, he in fact there's something as sexless about him as you know anthony from red hot chili peppers i guess anthony <laughs> sure yeah yeah um i can never say his surname so i didn't how do you say his surname Kydus? Kydus? um you know he's always topless isn't he you mm -hmm. know and he always pats his tummy iggy pop <laughs> iggy pop always pats his tummy but iggy pop is kind of sexy yeah because it's raw power right yeah i agree yeah whereas anthony Kydus. Like, there was always something very unsexy about the way he was sort of muscly, but not at all sexy for it. Just sort of goofy, right? And I think that's where Micah falls. I think what he thinks is super, super stunning. Look at the, you know, the lines on my body. are Just goofy. I think what's happened here is I think Mariah and Micah kind of have a twin-like relationship. Sure. They're very symbiotic, those two. Yeah. Uh, and they may not have shared the womb at the same time. They may not have been womb mates, as it were, but they come from the same place, mm -hmm. right? Mm. And they they kind of left together and all of that. 
So when you say they come from the same place and left together, you're not talking about Kim's vagina. I am. Ah. Yeah. Kim's convenience, as I like to call it. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, yeah, Micah and Mariah are very close. And I don't think, even though they're not always in the same place at the same time, I think they have a sort of... Um, Shining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I I would take that as far... I think they can astral project and switch bodies. Nice. I think it's like that film that I won't say the name of because it'll give it away. Do you think... Don't, they- don't I'm, do I'm it. Not gonna, I'm not, do you think they meet up in their dreams? All the time. I used to do that with my mate, Ollie, when I was a kid. He's really hot. <laughs> Can you switch bodies with him? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot you can't tell those jokes with straight men. It doesn't work. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, they're... They always have to be in line, and it's exhausting listening to them parroting these these talking points that are clearly not born of their no. brains. So they meet with I, – I'm going to go slightly out of sequence here. Um, when they meet with Barry and Kim, uh, they have a little gathering – as Barry would say, and Barry brings up that it's really relationally destructive. Yeah, it's relationally... It's dis- relationally destructive. Yeah. yeah, the theory of relationality. It's not a word. It's And Barry knows a thing or two about relational destruction because yeah. his marriage is in the turlet. <laughs> yeah. What, do you, what else do you think is in Barry's toilet? A lot of protein. Yeah, he's taking a lot of whey. Right? Yes, he is. Yeah. And because he's not of my generation or yours, he can digest dairy beautifully. Can he, though? Can he? I don't know. Well, I wouldn't want to be Lydia. Um, yeah, well, this is what I'm saying. Lydia probably has to clean that toilet out seven times a day, right? You guys, Lydia But looks... she does it with a rictus grin on her face, like... I am so happy to be my dad's new bride, cleaning out his shit from the toilet. (laughs) Lydia spends all of her time. I know you're never on the internet, and I haven't looked at this, but I'm aware that it exists. There's, There's a TikTok subreddit. Whatever. I love you so much. Whatever they're called on TikTok. There's like a TikTok community of traditional marriage and traditional wives. Oh, yeah. I think that's where, I think that's Lydia's happy place. I think she's moved on from the prayer closet and she just goes on TikTok and flicks her bean to all these traditional wives in their traditional marriages. Yeah, doing like embroidery and... No, just doing, just cleaning and cooking and polishing ironing. their husband's shoes. Yeah, that's a classic, isn't it? The shoe polish. Yeah, yeah, with their tongues, so they <laughs> yeah. get it right. Um, yeah, Lydia has taken her rightful seat at the head of. I mean, come on, if these were, um, 
if these were Targaryens. Oh, yeah. Which there's no suggestion that they aren't, right? They've got the blonde hair. Yeah. I mean, I like to think that what we know of the Targaryens is set like a few thousand years ago, right? Sure. But the story presumably goes like, so, you know, after Daenerys. Well, no, um, I can't do any spoilers there, can I? No, but suffice it to say... Somehow the line continues yeah. through to the Plaths. Yeah. Right. They, they might... Does that mean that Ethan's motorbike, no, his cars, are actually dragons? No, I've, I've just said, you know, they need to... They, they've kept some of the traditions, one of which is that... <laughs> you sleep with your family. If your dad is, if your dad is the king, you're next in line for right. the throne. Right. Okay. So Lydia is is the neck that turns the head of the household, and I, I dissociated when she went through all of this. But you know, <laughs> snaps for her because she looks fantastic. She's clearly in her element. She's dispensed with that patchy fa- foundation that she was wearing before. Who, Lydia? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I suspect she's doing, you know, some other kind of Christian meets where she gets to bond with all the other daughter wives. She's not that straight and traditional, you know. She's got a little jaunt in it. I think that was the trail for the next episode. I'm like, no, you don't. You have none of that. Yeah, I think it's going to be like, I do Irish step dancing. That That's always their weird secret thing that they think is... Jaunty. Is uh, yeah, yeah, Lydia, you're a real edge lord <laughs> over there. I I was also struck that Fairy said there have been times when I seen that depression is ahead if I go there. Yeah, because that's how depression works. It's a, very much a choice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's very much as a choice. many of our listeners know. Depression is something that you just you can pick up at the supermarket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, you know, you opt in or out as but you you can would. return it to the supermarket yeah. anytime you choose. Yeah. Um, if, it's available seasonally as well. You know what? We've just about hit that half hour mark. <laughs> I was about to make a Cody Brown reference because he says something very much the same. If you would like to know what Cody and Barry have got in common this week regarding their attitudes to depression, um, come on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash blightyday. Um, we will leave... All you people who aren't on the Patreon, uh, we will see, see you soon. soon. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.